So, you know, one of the things I find out in this business as I kind of move around and I'm in locations and I get to coach people is to find interesting people in the group. And Louisa has been for me, um, I would say at the moment, my true highlight of excitement when it comes to um, coaching and working together about how she builds her business. So um, I think what I want her to bring to the table today is her style is, is different than some of the other people that we've had as guest speakers. And um, I'm always looking for innovation. And in our conversations, she has been, in my mind, the creative mind of what real estate really is and can be if you are thinking about how you can incorporate your clients and build your business uh, with the fun side of things and um, engagement, which I think is the big win for her. Um, so I'm gonna let her kind of talk a little bit, ask her some questions. I'm just super excited that she's here with us, um, has the time to do this and make this happen. So um, Louisa is up in the Bozeman market and uh, has been with us two years, two and a half, pretty close to that almost and uh, has been working in this market. So um, the biggest question I have for you is, what made you uh, leave Texas and come to Montana? I know you did real estate in both locations, but what really drew you here? Well, um, I kind of tell people when they ask, I'm like, you know, I had an early midlife crisis. So I just moved to Montana um, at 37 years old. And then, you know, two years later, I mean, basically like right at about 40, started a brand new career in real estate. Um, so, you know, I just needed a really big life change and, um, you know, this market is just like a breath of fresh air. Houston's the fourth largest city in the U S and so it's completely different than this. So I actually started, um, my license in Texas in 2004, you know, the barrier to, barrier to entry here is super low. You go to class for a week and you pass a test and, you know, in Texas, it's not much better, but it's, you know, six weeks of classes. So I kind of had never finished, but you know, I always had this interest just because especially being in such a large market, mm -hmm. um, it's interesting to see, you know, when I was born and raised there, so were my parents, you know, I had spent 15 years down there. Um, so it's interesting to see how neighborhoods and things change and, um, you know, kind of stuff, neighborhoods come back to life. And I worked in food and beverage for a really long time. So, you know, especially like just those trends of, you know, where's the new restaurant going to be, what neighborhoods are kind of popping up with food and beverage. So, um, you know, it's kind of always an interest of mine. And so, you know, just being in a smaller market, you know, even though I was brand new to town, it was a little bit more manageable um, just because of the size of it. So anyway, so that's how I ended, I ended up here. So I've basically been here for five years and doing real estate here for about, I think, like two and a half or so. So well, it's wonderful to see your progress and what you're doing. One of the things I walked away was that when I talked to Lucy, she said to me, well, you know, I kind of have two to three jobs on the side. And I was <laughs> like, how do you manage that considering that you wanted to enter into the world of real estate? And then also what kind of an impact did that have on your business? I mean, I've always had a ton of jobs just being in food and beverage, you know, um, bartending at different places or even like I ran my own style consulting business. And then I also was a stylist for stitch, stitch, stitch fix on the side. Um, so I've always just kind of had my hands in a lot of things and it's probably helped in real estate because we wear so many hats, you know, um, you kind of have to multitask and always be thinking about things. But <clears throat> I think just because I love the creative piece of entrepreneurship. Um, so, you know, it's always like in being in food and beverage also, um, you know, you can't just do the same old thing, you know, that every other restaurant or bar is doing. And so you're constantly thinking like how to engage clients and 
and <clears throat> basically get them interested in what you're selling and doing. And, you know, it's especially important just in real estate. I mean, you know, we are our own brand, you know? So um, I just, I went to a, they had a top producer panel in our market last night and I went to that. And that's kind of what they were saying is like, everybody can do it however they want. Like there's no right or wrong way. Everybody does it a different way. And so I think it's just like, for me, it's just been figuring out how I can make it fun. Um, Cause if it's fun for me, like that's who I am. And that's kind of what my, br- I want my brand to be about. And that's what I want clients to feel, you know? So I know it's definitely evident. And one of the things that, you know, in our conversations has transpired, I think was the super creativity that you have to exploring new ideas for your business. Um, and I think every time I get together with Louisa, it's always like, let me just, I got this idea in my head and, and she brings it to the surface and we discuss it. And um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, that driver and who you are. I mean, everything from how you incorporated your shop, shopping cart graphics and your geo farming and this crazy idea about an ice cream truck that we talked about and Boomtown on your team, the team that you're building to build your business for you. Just talk about how you like to manage that and also how you come up with the creative part of that. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, I don't have creative juice. I don't know how to do that. But for you, that's just a super organic thing that you just continually go after. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been a progression for me. I mean, I totally believe that in my market and probably it's similar to a lot of people's in our, you know, CBDP, um, people already have a realtor before they step off a plane. Like the days of just joining the PTA and like meeting someone at church. Yes, that can definitely drive your business. But if that's all you're doing, like in this day and age of technology, I mean, just like Cassidy said, you know, it's like, there's so much that we can do. And so um, I kind of, at the beginning, kind of just focused more on buyer leads. Um, And then I wanted to make it interactive and like add that fun piece and have people really get to know me. Um, And so I have you know, and just everything, all the classes that we had, you know, I basically joined, um, you know, a full year ago in April with Coldwell Banker. So it's kind of like, okay, the entire world is shut down. Um, you know, I made this huge like admin change to a different, you know, it's like, what am I going to do? And there was all these classes. So I just like signed up for all these classes. So I think it was like, um, you know, just like the bill pipes one was really good, but just, you know, I just like took in whatever I could. And, um, so anyway, so from that, I, you know, I've realized the importance of bomb bomb doing video because I literally will have buyer leads that I've engaged with and I'll send videos. Like if it's me talking about a, um, Hey, here's the market stats, right? Cause I can email customers market stats, but that's boring. You know what I mean? People want to know what makes me different. What's my opinion? What do I think about it? So I'll kind of take some of the stats, some highlights and just say, you know, this is what we're seeing. And this is why I think it is the way it is. Um, and then, so yeah, I found video to be really helpful because people I've had clients respond and they basically are like, thank you so much for your professionalism. And, you know, you've kept up and you've, you know, kept us engaged this whole time. Um, another thing I've kind of done that's fun is I'll do a Luisa's pick up the week and it doesn't even have to be every week, but it's a property that I think has value for whatever reason. If it's a piece of land, that would be great as an investment. Um, even, you know, like just a small property, Um, you know, it could be anything. And then I'll kind of, you know, explain why I think it is. Um, But the bill, going back to the bill pipes thing. So, you know, there's the whole like low inventory. So it's like, how do I find a house for my clients? So he has a thing that he calls a yikes postcard. 
you know, and, and you'll send it out to a neighborhood and it's just like, Hey, I've got clients that are, you know, looking in your area, you know, Tom and Susan and their son, Billy, and, you know, they really can see their life here. And, do, you know, are you selling your home? Do you want to, do you don't know a neighbor? But I just didn't want to be a boring realtor. So I made my postcard super fun. And I did kind of like Love a crazy it. photo of me, you Love know, it. because I so mean, great. direct mail, like yeah. someone's going to see this and they're going to be like, what the heck is that? You know? <laughs> Um, so, and that was just like some kind of outtake, you know, from one of my headshots, but, um, so yeah, so then I'm kind of like focused on seller leads. And then, you know, in this market, I was talking to, um, an agent that, uh, is very successful in our market and she has her own brokerage. Um, and you know, she's at a disadvantage because we're in our Tuesday meetings, you know, I can put out a buyer need and, you know, maybe one of the other, you know, 40 agents in my office might have a lead for me. Um, so she just was saying, yeah, this is going to be a belt tightening year. So it's like, I felt like it was important for me to like, basically, if I don't have signs in every yard, if I don't have a ton of listings, how do I get my face in front of people? So, you know, I kind of, I kind of rolled the dice a little bit in life. Like I'm not like conservative, even though I was raised by a CPA. Um, and so I went big and I, my grocery store cart advertising just came out this month, but I am in basically like half of our grocery stores in Bozeman, like Correct. on the grocery store cart, baby seat, like my ad. And so, you know, I mean, it's kind of like, you have to just try stuff. Not everything's going to work, but if you don't try something, you're just going to be one of the many agents out there that nobody knows who you are. So I'm kind of doing that right now. And then I'm trying to focus on um, just getting sellers, seller leads. So anyway, we'll know, we'll know in another six months if any of this works. Yeah. So I think, you know, in this world of, of you're doing it the unconventional way, I think there's a lot of creativity and I know there's some people in our group that might be listening in that may feel that way. And they're, they're, they're not, they're not able to trust themselves that yet, that that kind of creative flow to run your business really works. And I think that's why I wanted you to be on here was, you know, there are different ways to do business. This isn't all status quo, the same thing. And it's funny because I go to the grocery store in, in Montrose and I go, oh, there's a realtor on my cart, right? So I know exactly what you're talking about. But the fact that someone's attempting that and the impact that it can have on a business um, just shows you that you can run your business that way as well and, and not be the conventional, typical you know, person. I love the photograph. I think the fact that you just decided to be just bare yourself is just what makes you the human that you really are and how you put it together. Um, the thought would be one last thing would be, you know, as a woman in this business, what is, what do you think is, is one key thing that's incredibly important to success for women to succeed in this business? How would you uh, verbalize that? Gosh, I mean, I think it's for everybody. I mean, but the thing that the, the biggest piece that comes up for me is like having balance because, you know, I might be in the minority where I don't have a husband, a partner, a kid, so I can work all the time. Um, and so last year was extremely stressful for me. So I'm learning to kind of like time block in pieces for me. And, you know, and it just goes back, like, we've had this conversation, right? Like I love to cook. So I have a couple girlfriends over every Monday night. Um, so that's kind of like fulfilling for me. That's a creative piece, you know, cooking. I try new recipes, but I'm also engaging with different people every week and kind of like in my sphere, um, you know, just like playing pickleball, like every Friday with like 15 different ladies, you know, so like that's fun and I'm getting some exercise, but you know, again, it kind of goes back to, back to networking. So, um, 
so yeah, I mean, I think balance and like schedule I found is very important. Awesome. That's so great. I love it. And I don't know, Cassidy, I sent you some pictures. Did you get the pictures? Yeah, I did. I'll put them so up right just now. to let you know, this woman is also attached to an incredibly funky looking little dog that she just absolutely loves and spends her whole life with. So I wanted to leave you guys with this vision of, you know what, you, you really can love life and uh, share it with others. And uh, Louisa, I, I just super happy that you're able to share a little bit of your story, because I think, again, my goal is to bring different people to the conversation, doing it differently. And uh, you're super successful. You had some incredible sales volume last year that I think you're now trying to chomp away at and create again for this year. But to be in the business with us for as short a time as you have been, you've definitely started to make your mark on this market. And it's just very obvious. So thank you for being here and uh, sharing just a little bit of who you are. 